Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. Today, within the Liberal Cube, is probably one of my favorite days. Fra Internet Day. Why is it my favorite days? One of them? Oh, that was weird. Uh, because I would not be here. Well, I would be here, most likely. Probably still be alive without the internet. Uh, however, I would not be speaking to you right now. To you who is listening. Well, then again, I, I might be speaking right now without the existence of the internet. And some of you who are listening may be in the same room with me. Any, anything can happen. Really, when you think about it. Uh, what was I trying to say? I don't remember. So, let's move on with today's sponsor. Hmm, yeah. Today's sponsor is Bouncing Betty's Boing Boing Brothel. Once again, today's sponsor is Bouncing Betty's Boing Boing Brothel. Uh, at the top of most shows, I will warn... Uh, warn... <laughs> I will warn of spoilers. However... Uh, is that necessary on a fra internet day in which I bring shit back from the internet? Maybe. So, consider that your warning, just in case. However, I don't think it's nearly as important uh, as, say, on a movie Monday. For me, it goes, um, movie Monday is spoiler warnings are most important, followed by TV Tuesday, and not really even followed too closely by TV Tuesday. Well, pretty closely. Uh, and then book Wednesdays, then for video games days, then for internet days. So that's kind of uh, interesting that it worked out that way, that the order in which I do these podcasts is A, matching the days of the week. Well, I plan that, obviously. But also, uh, sort of, for me anyway, the spoilers are more important at the beginning of the week and slowly get less important to the end of the week. Huh. Interesting. Is it not? I question you. If you care to answer, you can do so to the email address provided in the closing credits, and I would love, love, love to hear from you. Item the first is a Vsauce. We love a little Vsauce in the Liberal Cube, do we not? We do. Why am I asking again? I don't know. Uh, this one kind of is reminiscent of the very first one I ever watched, uh, Vsauce, that is. The very first one I ever watched was about the color yellow. Uh, I recommend highly that you watch that one, just for the reason that, well, it got me hooked on this web series, so maybe it'll do the same for you. However, uh, I think because this one shares some uh, similarities with that one, as far as color-related, anyways... This might hook you as well. It is called, uh, Is Your Red the Same as My Red? Huh. Now what does that mean? It means that basically color only really exists um, in our minds. Huh. Mind blown and full of color. So to sort of break it down, I guess, and I won't do nearly as good uh, good a job as Michael of Vsauce did, so 
apologies and check his out. But um, colors do not actually exist. It's more just the wavelengths of light um, going into our eyeballs and being processed by our brains that are creating these different shades, these different colors. Um, which I think is sort of why, sort of how like a robot does not see in color, it sees in... Uh, no, I don't know if that's true. Edit. Something he, I guess, kind of uses to illustrate this point is the fact that um, you cannot describe a color to, a, to another person. Uh, in his example, the perfect example, someone who is blind from birth if you were to attempt to um, explain the color red, it would be impossible because color only exists in our brains. Uh, for example, I may be seeing things that are red that are uh, I have thought all my life is red, and every time I see something as red, I think it's red. However, it may be slightly different than the red that you see. Huh. I went into a little bit about color blindness. Um, but for me, the most interesting part was was the talk about explaining uh, colors to the blind, the always being blind, blind from from birth. Uh, and he, in his description, has a link to a guy who's got a YouTube channel, a uh, blind guy, um, who talks about this sort of phenomenon, if you want to call it, uh, and how people have tried to explain colors to him. Like, um, the red is hot, uh, blue is cold, and he just has no idea what that means, basically, which I can understand that. Uh, he also went on to say that uh, there is no, there, there sort of exists the possibility that uh, it is just our language that has this uh, sort of gap in being able to describe uh, colors for others to understand them without seeing them. He uh, sort of surmised that perhaps uh, an alien intelligence would have uh, the ability through perhaps not vocalization, but other means to get across to others color, whereas we cannot. Um, and he said that uh, someone pointed out that there may exist within our language a description, you know, millions of words long, that would suffice to get across the color red. Wow. Just, just mind-blowing stuff, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Okay, next. I only brought one TED Talk and one big think this week. Huh. Just because uh, they were sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of uh, similar. The first one was a TED Talk, and it was about a monkey controlling a robot arm. So, my first thought is that the world will now be taken over by monkeys with robot arms, and I am horrified. Horrified. Now, in this case, the monkey would only move the arm if it got a uh, little drop of orange juice. So, uh, I guess as long as humans control the orange juice production, we will be safe from the robot-armed monkeys. Robot-armed monkey apocalypse is friggin the name of this podcast episode yes sometimes uh this has come up probably 10 percent of the time maybe less uh when i'm doing these podcasts that 
I will come up with the title while recording it. Most of the times, it's while editing, editing, editing it that I will hear something that I think, oh, that's a good title. But this time, that just flew out, and it's so obvious that has to be the title. So, Jordan, that is your mental note. Make that the title. So, uh, this guy's sort of experiment was cool because it started with a monkey using his arm to move a joystick um, that would um, move a square on a computer screen uh, and the this, this, this square, no, sorry, move a dot onto a square on a computer screen. So he was controlling the dot and moving it onto the square. Every time it hit the square, he'd get a little drop of orange juice. Then um, they replaced the joystick no, no, then it was the joystick would control an arm that moved, yeah, what was it? The, the joystick then controlled an arm, so then the joystick would control the arm, which moved the dot onto the squares and gave them orange juice. Then, um, they took out the part where his hand would control the joystick, which controlled the arm, and it was just his brain that controlled the arm, which moved the dot onto the square. Lastly, and this is kind of the, the coolest, um, they got rid of the arm, they got rid of the joystick, and it was just his brain moving the dot on the screen onto the square that would give him orange juice. What the fuck? So, eventually, may have the Obviously, the potential I see here is that eventually we'll be able to control computers with our thoughts. Holy shit burgers. Uh, the next one is a big think, and it's about your brain in the cloud, was the, was the title. So again, it's sort of that melding of brain and computer, uh, which fascinates me to no end. Um, the thought here and this is something I've been thinking for many years, is that, well, not many years, but by quite a number of years I've thought of this, that eventually our brains will, for, just just to boil it down, our brains will have the ability to do a Google search. All right? I'll say to myself, um, probably something to do, if you listen to these podcasts, something to do with trying to remember a name. Um, what was the name of the guy who starred in the Evil Dead movies? And then, I obviously know that answer, duh. Um, but, say I didn't, for whatever reason. I got kicked in the head by a mule. Uh, I'd be like, okay, brain, search the cloud for this answer, and it'd come back to me within, you know, milliseconds of milliseconds, nanoseconds, and I'd have that information. They didn't, um, I guess there's no real sort of time frame on when this could happen. But I think if you pay attention to things in the, in the scientific world, there's things that are building towards us, people, so be prepared. I think one step in this process will be uh, Google Glasses, when those come out. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Google Glasses, they're a couple years down the road, uh, I guess, and it's basically glasses, uh, and on them is a screen that I guess only you can see, so you could be doing searches for just such a thing as Bruce Campbell, Star of Evil Dead, huh? right in front of your very eyes at any given moment. That's, that's sort of an intermediate step, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Cool beans. 
Okay, so next we're leaving our smart educational stuff behind there and moving on to college humor. You know what? The strange thing about the YouTube channel slash website college humor is that I very, very rarely have brought shit back from it. And yet every single week I watch stuff from them from the people, the good people, the good comedic people at College Humor. So I don't know why I haven't done that. I think maybe it's because their clips are usually very, very short. But to sort of make up for that, I brought back three of them. So there you go. Makes perfect sense. They have, uh, what I have, you know what, now that I think about it, what I have brought back from them is the web series Jake and Amir, which uh, for me is one of, if not, no, maybe not the, but definitely one of the funniest web series that is in existence today. Highly, highly recommend you check them out. They are a comedy duo extraordinaire and uh, just have given me uncountable, huge laugh-out-loud moments over and over and over again, so highly recommend you check those out. Uh, but College Humor has a sort of a wide variety of different videos, not necessarily always following a storyline. Not that Jake and Mir follows a storyline per se. It's just sort of uh, really boiled down. Funny people making funny videos on the funny YouTubes. And I like it. For free, no less. For free. Living in a land of plenty, we are. Uh, so, the first one I brought back was one called E-Bromance. <laughs> e- Romance. Obviously a play on E... Oh shit, what is the actual one? Is it, it's not E-Romance. What's the actual one called? E-Date. No, I can't remember. Anyways, it's a, sort of a play on a online dating service. However, uh, replace dating with bromance. If you are unfamiliar with a bromance, it's... Um, <laughs> a perfect example is the movie I Love You Man with Paul Rudd and... Shit, who was Siegel? Is that the guy's name? Jason Siegel? Uh, that, that's a sort of perfect example of a bromance. Just two dudes, you know, two dudes hanging out, pals, buddies, and uh, romanticizing. Shit. Whoa. Sliding all over the place. Uh, if you cannot tell, the roads are horrible. Which is weird, because they started out good, but now they're bad, and I don't like it. That's been Jordan's weather and drive for this top of the hour. Bottom of the hour, whatever time it is. Next is... We'll move on from e-bromance. It was funny. I don't actually have a e-bromance on the go, so if that site existed, I'd, I'd be on board. Uh, next was called Less Guns, More Punching. Hmm. This was their attempt to uh, comedic attempt, although it was funny, uh, their attempt to get people away from guns, get tougher gun control in place, uh, and replace it with punching, because you do need violence, right? So, so it was sort of like a, had sort of that NRA campaign feel to it, however, for punching instead of guns. Very, very funny. Lastly was comfortable with him lingerie, or as I like to call it, lingerie. It was a lingerie line for women for when you are comfortable 
with your man. Mm -hmm. Comfortable enough to wear, say, very ratty underwear, or um, what is quite often referred to as granny panties. Mm. Uh, various other gross things such as that. Okay, let's move on to a podcast. Yeah. Kevin Pollock's chat show is back. Back in action. Uh, took quite a hiatus there. Oh, shit. Their last episode was in uh, December. So, been been quite a while since they put a new one on. So, uh, it was nice to see him back. I think I mentioned, because I brought Kevin Pollock's chat show back a couple times, he was sort of the very first podcast uh, I ever listened to, episode number one, with Mr. Uh, LeVar Burton. Mr. LeVar Burton, who I uh, just so happened to meet and get his autograph on Nerd Kane. If you are unfamiliar with Nerd Kane, uh, you're going to want to do yourself a favor and Google, or perhaps Bing, Nerd Kane Adventures, and uh, you can see uh, what Nerd Kane got up to. Some high chinks, let me tell you. There was no low jinx. Uh, actually, you know what? Sort of on that note, I am less than two weeks away from uh, Toronto Comic Con, in which Nerd Kane will have another adventure. So uh, look forward to that. I plan on most likely 99% uh, going to do a Toronto Comic Toronto Comic Con podcast edition. Some something probably on my drive home from it. So. There you go. You've been warned. Uh, on this episode of Kevin Pollock's chat show, he had a man by the name of Josh Gad. Uh, Josh Gad I've seen around in some comedy stuffs and uh, appears to be very funny. And uh, I have since learned after this hour and a half interview, he is funny. So it's nice to have that verified. Um, what is he from? He's on a show right now, currently called... I didn't write it down. It's something where he's like the president's son, I think. The president's sort of out-of-control son. Sort of a, a rip-off, actually, now that I think about it, of the show of uh, Tommy Boy. Was it Tommy Boy? He uh, sort of got his fame. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to it. Good, good as way to put it to any. He exploded onto the scene, how about we say, with um, his part in the play Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon is a play that me... I, who would probably never see a play, would actually, I think, not mind seeing. It is a play created by the uh, Trey and Matt Parker, the creators of South Park, about the craziness that is Mormonism. If you don't know uh, about Mormonism and just think it's, oh, it's just another religion, it is not. It is fucked up. Fucked up shit, man. It's up there with Scientology, for sure, for crazy religions. Now, that being said, all religions are crazy and ridiculous. However, there, there are degrees. There definitely are degrees, and these ones are up there. Uh, okay, so, you know what? I do only have one item left, and I'm close to work. I was... Yeah, let's get it in. It's Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, yet another podcast. I promised last week I would try to get more podcasts in, so... There you go. Two. Two out of however many items I did. That's not two shabbles. You're listening to one, too, so we'll count that as three. Company Bang Bang, the guest was Weird Al Yankovic, who I love. Uh, not even so much from his comedy music stylings, just because he seems, from all sources, including interviews I've heard with him, just to be a very, very, very nice guy. And we like nice people in the Libro Cube, do we not? 
and the fake guest. I will not explain what the fake guest means because I've explained it many times. Was Mr. Andrew, Mr. Mr. Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. Very, very funny. So two musical titans together on one podcast. And it was, I will tell you, a little slice of comedy heaven. Uh, it was a really good one. It was, uh, you should listen to it just to see what an episode of Comedy Bang Bang is like, because this was one of the very good ones. Uh, they played their game, Would You Rather? And this is how I will end this podcast. They play a game called Would You Rather, where two scenarios are given, uh, and you have to choose which one you would do. The scenarios were, would you rather be able to talk to animals, but they are all jerks, or have pockets that are always full of pennies. Folks, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Libro Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address. Jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.